When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From the fifth quarter studio in Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to High School Hoops with your hosts, Steve Collins and Jake Steger. Hey, everybody. Welcome. High School Hoops, episode 110. Um, today, we're going to talk to John about, the, and this is our last one with the Princeton offense. And if you're thinking of jumping in, if you liked what you've heard the last four weeks and you're listening to this in real time, you better go over to Teach Hoops Princeton, teachhoopsprinceton.com, um, and sign up because he's doing those masterminds. Um, it's not too late to jump back in. Um, but this week, we're going to talk about, you know, how how it all is kind of a, uh, a system based, um, you know, having good players, you know, everybody can kind of do it, how you can kind of incorporate all of this into the, into the Princeton offense. But before we jump into talking about the Princeton offense for the last day here with John, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. I just love them. Go over and check them out. Mention Coach Unplugged. You have $350 off your next purchase. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Office hours, one-on-one calls. I, I would I would argue that there's nothing like it on the web. Um, it is a one-stop shop and the mentoring program. You know, if you're thinking or questioning whether you're going to have a season, this is the place to go because we're going we're gonna to walk you through it if you don't have a season. Um, you know, why, why buy all these other programs? where you can do it all at one spot. So come on over and join us at teachhoops.com. And let's head off to the podcast with John. Again, if you haven't signed up, www.teachhoopsprinceton.com, and you can get in that mastermind. Um, it is so good. Um, and uh, let's head off to the podcast. All right, last day that we're going to talk about the Princeton coach. So what are we going to talk about today? So, uh, you know, I, I think one of the, the biggest places coaches get hung up is I don't have the players to run it. I can't run it with my group. And a lot of coaches will – this is, I mean, for me, it's a pet peeve as coaches will every, um, every year they'll change their offense completely. And, and we right. like to have a continuity. Um, and Princeton's it's not a rigid offense. It's just not, you know, you can always adjust it and change it to mold it to your players, or you can mold your players to it. Um, and, and so uh, that's one of the big problems is, is I don't 
think my players can run it. I don't have the – they're either not good enough or they're too good. Or they won't want to. So I'm, I'm going to – so let's play devil's advocate. Let's say I go in and in October I tell the guys, because we didn't have a summer this summer really, yep. and I go, hey, guys, we're going we're gonna to dump what we ran before and we're going to run the Princeton. Yep. Here we go. And they're going to look at me like I'm literally a Martian. They're yeah, because, go, because nowadays they all know what it is ahead of time. Right. Like, yes. oh, that's that passing, cutting stuff, coach. Oh, I ain't doing that. Like, and I'm a Dartmouth grad. They're going to, like, you want to run Princeton? You know, they'll yeah. make some stupid jokes. You'll, you'll, have, you'll have two camps. A lot of the players who don't get to touch the ball is like, yeah, we get to touch the ball now. And a lot of players, your best players, the ones, that's the hard sell. Okay. And, and so, so, you, so it, let's, let's say you are running into that problem. You want to run it, but you're like, I don't know if my best, I don't know if my, I don't know if this kid or this kid is going to buy in. If they don't buy in, no one else will buy in. And this is what I tell them. If depending on the offense that they've run in the past, the other hey, uh, this one I'll, I'll tell I'll tell um, Justin I'll say hey man say listen on the other team scouting report you're our best player they take you away and they take Nick away um, you know now what are we going they're going to make the other three of us beat us but what happens it, it's this is, um, did you watch the last dance coach with with Jordan I have I haven't watched yeah. all of it so I, yeah, I've watched it twice okay and one of my favorite parts was in the beginning there. Um, I think it was episode two or three. Okay, I did watch those. This is this is when Tex went when so everyone they, they weren't running the triangle in, in the in the eighties, and yeah. then when they hired Phil Jackson, Jackson and, and Tex Winter had to go to Michael Jordan. We don't know if Michael's going to do this, so we've got to we got to explain to Michael because Michael doesn't want to do it. We're not doing it. We're just we don't you know he's Michael <laughs> yeah. Jordan, right? And what Phil Jackson told him and Tex Winter, what they said was, listen. If we keep doing this, this, this uh, Jordan rules is never going to go away. What the Pistons are doing to you in the 80s, everyone, the Knicks are going to do to you in the 90s and everyone else. Right. So they're just going to gang up on you. But if, yeah. we can, if we can get the other players involved and you can show confidence in your team and we can let them play with the ball and you not dominate it, we can take all those double teams, those hard fouls away. From, we can keep the defense honest by you know, making them guard everyone else. And that's going to free you up as our best player – all right, to, to take over the game. So, you know, the ball is always going to come back and find you because you're our best player. Right. And, and everyone knows that. Everyone knows who the best players and the scores. Everyone goes to say, listen, okay, okay, no, let me pass down. Oh, great. Now, all right, now, now Sarah's got the ball. Right. We can all relax, go to town and score. And, um, and, and that's how we sell it to our best players. It's going to free them up because they can use the offense when they want to use the offense, but your best players are going to be able to deviate and, and create their own well this is it's the physical part too with jordan he was getting the crud sure. beat out of him i call it the Giannis rule because yeah Giannis, Giannis ain't getting lebron michael calls right now like he's not if yeah. you're, i'm a bucks fan obviously but yeah. he's not getting those calls they got to run the ball's in his hands so much that they're just yeah. literally they're flopping when he gets off the bus trying to take yeah. a charge on it yeah I, I would i would love to see Giannis run run uh triangle yeah, or, or run Princeton. Right, something where. Yeah. And this is this is kind of cool, offbeat a little bit, but Princeton and Triangle, you, you actually teach them the same way, and they're both very similar. Except Princeton's going to do more for your role players than even Triangle. Well, Triangle, your your best players are still getting your role players their shots. I think the system that Princeton um, is designed to do is to help your role players out even more. And 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 your next thing is going to be okay. Well, now I've sold it to my best player, but my other players just aren't good enough. And one of the, so one of the best quotes ever uh, was from my mentor when I was an assistant. He said, he, I heard him tell our, our JV coach at the times like, well, 
coach them, coach. Right. And that's what we do. We're in the player development business. We and, are. Okay, so, do, so, do, so, so let's go on. Let's go. The Bucks obviously have another all-star and some really sure. good players. But let's say I got a stud. Yep. And then I got a bunch of role guys. Can yep. I run the Princeton with one stud and a bunch of role guys and win? Yeah. And I had, I actually had that one year. My, my, uh, I had that one year where I was afraid where I was like, well, he's, he's head and he's our, he was actually our only returning varsity player. Okay. And I'm like, he's going to not trust these guys that's never played varsity before. And he's going to try taking over games. I'm going to fight this all year. What actually happened was, cause he'd run the offense for four years. Is he's like, Hey, if I give the ball up, it's going to come back to me. These guys know. And he would get his shots regardless. But what it did was it, it allowed – the defenses couldn't gang up on him. We'd put him on the wing, and they'd try to double team. We'd send them back door, and we'd do a couple things. And, and they couldn't do that because now they're not guarding kid, and we get easy stuff. Um, so, for your, your stud's going to be fine because everyone knows he's your 20-point you know, or she's your 20-point uh, a game player. Everyone knows the ball. She's going to get hers. He's going to get his. But what it does – is, is now in practice, we really, we hammer skill work like, like you wouldn't believe. Um, we spend no less than 30 minutes a day working on skill work in our two hour practice. Really? Uh, yeah. We, we'll, we'll start out ball handling. Uh, we don't spend now. We actually, this is kind of a, I really kind of like this. I heard of Princeton guys do, they don't stretch during their practice. They, they, if you want to stretch, stretch in the locker room. Um, but we come right out with our ball handling stuff. Then we get right into our passing stuff and we get right into our layups and then we're going to when we teach our guards to score. So we're doing a post or post work. We do it in our skill session. Okay. We do that with everybody. Guards learn to score on the post. So now we're teaching a guard who might be a role player, but maybe maybe our guards five nine, and the kids guarding them is, is five seven. But hey, you know how to score in the post. Now you got two inch advantage. You're a little bit more than a role player now in the post. So right. let's get you down there. And when you're down there, we're gonna make we're gonna do some movement, get the defense out of the lane for you, and see if you can go up and get a, in a bucket. And your role players are gonna learn within this offense where they can score, how they can score, where their shots are gonna come from. And if they're in a part of the offense, um, and they're like, okay, this isn't this isn't my spot. I'm gonna move the ball and move on to the next thing, and I'll just wait till I, the spot comes. And that's how your role players so, really so, bind so to this. Explain game. to me. So so just give me a generic so people know what you're talking about. Give me give me a two hour practice. How much you spend on um, how much you have okay. to spend on the offense? Yeah, so let's so this is the big thing. Coaches will, will tell me he's like, well, hey, I want to run this offense, but I'm not I'm not practicing. I'm not working on the offense for 90 minutes of our of our two hour practice. Right. You know, and and that's what I can tell you that would be a yeah. concern. Yeah. And Bill Carmody, when he was at Northwestern, um, he would say that it's like you know we work on our offense the entire practice. We don't work on defense at all. He would actually not say we're guarding each other all day and we get it done, but they would work on their offense all day. And they were, they were one of the best at it, but what you can't do at that high school level, especially right. because you know, the, the players you have. So what we do is as I break our practice down into four quarters, first quarter is all skills. So we're doing okay. all of our skill work for the first 30, even 35 minutes at the beginning of the year. Okay. We might knock it down to 25 by the end, but we're okay. always working on a skill works. Uh, we do layups for eight minutes a day, eight minutes of layups a day. Cause we get layups. You'd be surprised um, when you watch our, our Princeton team, we do our layups and then you watch another team do their layup drills. You know, th there's a difference in, in how easily they finish and how fluid they are uh, when they move. Um, when I was a girls coach, we were doing layups for a week. We got really good in one week because how many layups we did in our skill session. Right. 
And then I come to watch the boys freshmen because I was coaching the freshmen uh, girls at that time. Then the freshman boys came in and JV boys started doing the layups. I'm like, boy, they're really struggling with their layups. I think we got them here. Um, but we spend that 30 minutes, we hammer our skills. The next 30 to 35 minutes is going to be offense. And okay. this is where we're going to break down um, the offense for the player. So, and what we do, we do, um, uh, how I call it, um, we stack our practices. So the skill work that we're teaching our players in that first 30, 35 minutes of practice, when we go into our offense, when they get to the, when they get to the parts in the offense where it's time to score, we've already done that skill work in practice. Okay. So they're really doing that skill work for in that first 30 minutes of practice. Then the next 30 when they're doing the offense, they're doing the offense and the skill work. Okay. Because they're getting the post. Yeah, they're doing, they're doing the more than post. one thing. Yeah. They're getting the same types of layups that we worked on the first part of practice. The next 30, 35 is all defense. And we actually teach our, our defense with a very similar progression method that we teach our offense in. And, and then that, okay. last, that last 20, 30 is up and down the floor. Now, this is where it, um, you know, this is where we do our special situation, our transition. Okay. Um, and, but in the beginning of the year, Steve, we'll do, we're, we're going to, again, we're going to stack everything. So we're going to do a, a five, on, five on five rebounding. I'm going to shoot the ball. We've got five guys on offense, five guys inside on defense. If you get an offensive rebound, go ahead and play, get a, get a bucket and score. Defense is now going to get the ball out and go up and run our run transition. They're going to run whatever our transition is. Right. And then we're going to say, hey, um, run low post, get the, get the point back door, which is the first thing that we did in, this, in the, the offensive session of practice. Right. So where we did skills, the first 30 minutes, and the skills within the offense, the second part, this last part of practice, we're doing our transition. We are also, we're doing our transition, but we're also doing the same, we're finishing with the same offensive sets that we did early in the practice. So we're not doing our offense the entire practice, but we stack it so it, it, they are getting more reps. Do you have to do, um, do you have to play man and play Princeton? Uh, I would say if, if you're, actually no, and, and if you're a zone team, if you if you love running you know, one three one two three and you don't and you don't do man to man at all, it's actually you're going to have to kind of help them a little bit. But you might see your offense work better early on, okay, um, in practices because you might not have great man to man principles. You might you might just dumb it down. Say, listen, hey, just stay between your man and the basket. Oh, don't yeah, let yeah, them yeah. cut your face. And it probably and, from and, a teaching standpoint, it probably works better initially just from the from the yeah. defensive when you're running the offense. Yeah. I see what and, you're saying. And, and I, I tell you what. Um, for your players, I actually think sometimes Princeton works better with better against better taught defenses because the defense goes where they're supposed to do. Then we can run some misdirection stuff, or or we right. have a way of moving them out of the lane. Now, if you're if you're teaching against a a, a, a poor defensive team that's, that's not as well disciplined, you might get some easier stuffs early on. But but maybe that 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 uh, less disciplined team is a lot more athletic, so you have a whole separate type of problem. Okay. And so, so last question before we dive into the other stuff, can I run this against a zone? Yeah. And so one thing that you're going to, if you run Princeton and run it well, you're going to see zone. Now, if you're at the high school level without a shot clock, you know, um, and you build up a lead and they're saying, we're not doing that. We're going zone. Well, I've seen some coaches say, all right, we're just going to really slow it down now. Um, I like, I like running um, a basic zone offense. We didn't get too tricky with it, but Chin works very well against the zone because yeah. if everyone, everyone's very familiar with chin, then let's just use a two, three as an example. So chin starts with a two pass reversal. Right. And then it comes with a, a what we call a shuffle cut 
shuffle yep. screen, which is a back screen, yep. and then a drift screen. Yeah. Uh, so if you can, if you're if you're writing this down, if you're kind of drawing it out, so the two pass reversal. What does the 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 defense the two three do when that ball is on that other wing? The two top guys shift. Right. Top uh, one elbow guy goes to the ball. The other elbow guy goes to the elbow. Right. Well, that five man sets that shuffle. What we'll do is we'll send that shuffle instead of into the low post like we would do versus man. We would send them to the short corner. Okay. And then that five man, they're going to set that drift like normal, but they're setting that drift against the zone guy. Okay. And actually, it works out well because when we come off of that drift, um, you have your bottom three guys. It's that it's that wing guy on that other side. Now we're driving that gap. Does that wing guy commit to you, or does he commit to the the player out on the three point line? If he, yeah, if he, I've had three. You drive now. If you drive, you're going to be driving into the five man defender. And if that five man defender steps up, now we've got that short corner guy ducking it. Um, it's easier to see on the board, but, but chin works very well. We wouldn't run a lot of Princeton against the zone. Uh, anything with that, that shuffle cut drift cut works very well. Yeah. Uh, but, just the movements through too. Yeah. If you can get movement, it zones don't like yeah. that. I, and agree. I, I tell you what, um, we use it as we use zone as a confidence builder. I say, Hey guys, they're scared of you. They right. Don't want to guard you. They don't and, want to guard you. In the middle, hey, we want the ball in the short corner, high post. and We want to skip and reverse it. If we can do that against a zone, and we can score one, two, three buckets or get two, three easy, easy looks. I was like, your eyes, if you're a player, your eyes should light up. Hey, no one's responsible for me. And if I get in this gap and this gap, you know, we're making things happen. Right. Um, I know. I, I used to love when people would zone us. Yeah. So, tell, so tell the coaches how they can learn more about this, Coach. Yeah, so we are actually doing a, uh, a three-day live event um, online. Um, it's a, it's a three-day Princeton Offense Mastermind. Um, if you go to Teach Hoops princeton.com um and sign up and register there it'll either if depending on when you're listening to this podcast it might be a wait list because we're only gonna do a couple a year okay Uh, we did three or four this last year we're probably gonna do one or you know one now maybe one or two next year so it may say um wait list or um or register either way put your name and email in there um and we will email you when this is happening we're actually going to be doing this in about a month so middle of september 2020 yep um we're going to be doing this it's going to be live um, either on Facebook or YouTube, I'll let you know at the time, okay. um, but we're going to be doing it live. Um, and you'll be able to ask questions. So I'm going to go through a lot of what we're teaching. And then if you have questions, I will, I'm going to teach as much Princeton as I can at, at a foundational level. Um, so that, so that if you're new to it, you can, uh, um, say, Hey, you know, this, this is going to work for me. I, I, I see that now I can, now my, I see how my players, even though they're not these kind of players can play in it. Right. And I think it's going to be great. It's going to be like, yeah, it'll be great because you'll be able to ask questions and it's not going to be a 15 minute thing. You're going to know if you want to run this or not. Sure. Um, I know coach is teasing me off the air that I, he's going to convince me to run it next year. So we'll see. (laughs) There's a, there's a possibility. There's a reason we're doing this. So, um, well, thank you, coach. I appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. Thanks everybody. I hope you're enjoying this. If you are, maybe go over and check out coach Collins's other podcasts, teacher sidekick and high school hoops. Um, Subscribe, like, leave a five-star review, maybe. And then uh, also you can go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. All right, have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.